Hello everyone, welcome to Port Misery, a GH podcast, it's Tara. So yeah, it's Friday, and I swear, I think all of these episodes are like Thursday episodes, because they're so boring, like, they're just, nothing happened in this episode, it was like a drag, but I mean, I think it's because the Fana. Peter, I like how it, when he's not in the storyline, when he's like missing, it's like the most interesting storyline, but we were forced to watch Peter. It was like, get him off my screen. But um, today it was pretty much a drag. I couldn't see how it necessarily like connected to the rest of the week. Um, so we're going to go through that in a second. There is like this morning, like, so as most of you have probably realized the the Sean Nicholas storyline has been completely rewritten because that's what they felt like doing. That's what they felt like doing. They don't want a bunch of people to be this terrible person. Um, maybe in their mind they think like the only way that that ends is if like Sean goes on a rampage and then it becomes like another serial killer. Like a bunch of people are being murdered. I don't know, but. We're playing this as if Sam, Elizabeth, probably Laura, Curtis, you know, maybe dead Drew when he comes back, have no idea. And it's dumb, but there's nothing we can do about it. You know, Ron just, like, wrote such a stupid exit story for Sean Butler that here we are. Like, you know, if they had, if he had left in a body bag, then, you know, it would have been fine that all these people had known. But now we can't have it. Like... I think it would have been compelling just to, like, write it that way, but whatever, you know. I'm just gonna go with it for the sake of telling a cohesive recap and not having to constantly be like, this doesn't make any sense, this person's an idiot. And so, yeah, like, I just want to acknowledge that that's happening. And then also, this morning, there's, like, these random tweets, um, and they're always, like, cancel the show. Here is my my like opinion on this i think that if you have an issue with the show with the writing with the characterization of certain characters with like massive rewrites like we're dealing with i mean by all means like i complain about it i'm on twitter saying things about it like a hundred percent but like i would never be like cancel the show like if it got to the point where I wanted the show to be canceled, I would just stop watching it. Like, I don't really understand why, like, you would ever want to wish something out of existence. And, like, I had, like, it was an interesting back and forth because, like, the the person, they seem like a really nice person. I don't have anything against them. But, I mean, they said, like, oh, if someone was bad at their job, you'd want them to be fired. But, like, you don't work for the company, right? Like, you don't work for this show. So, you're a consumer. And as a consumer, if someone, if a product is not good, then you don't consume it anymore. You don't go back to the restaurant. You don't shop at that store anymore. Or you do not watch the show. Like, that's our role as viewers. So, I mean, I'm not going to tell people what to write on Twitter. It's pretty much the last time I'm going to do it. But, like, the whole premise doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. Like, I don't understand, like, because you don't like something. Like, I wasn't a big Game of Thrones fan. I just, 
I'm not into it. I don't like fantasy that tries to be history, but it's not like there's dragons and blah, whatever. But I wasn't like cancel this show. I just didn't watch it. I just did not watch it. It wasn't that deep. Um, everybody said Good Girls was a great show. I was like, mm, I don't need to see women committing crimes to pay their bills because society does nothing for women. Like, I'm just not interested in it. I'm not like out here launching campaigns. I'm not like watching it every week so I can launch a campaign about how we should cancel it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It just does not make any sense. And that's just my opinion on it. I don't think the people who feel this way are bad people or anything like that. I'm just saying it just it doesn't make any sense and yeah so that's my thoughts those are my thoughts I just need to learn how to like scroll and roll and mute people and like that's on me I'll take that lump but anyway let's get back to the story so I think I'm just gonna go by the order they appeared as opposed to like what I found more interesting because I honestly didn't find anything interesting um so we're rolling over from the like nicholas ava breakup which is cohen which is trying to take on fana for longest non-carson related breakup just the longest breakup you've ever seen like usually like why don't they go to that one island that sunny knows about that divorce island where you could just get a divorce immediately remember back in the day the divorce island like sunny when he wanted to marry someone else's wife he would just take them to the divorce island. It was nuts. Um, but yeah, apparently we that island doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it went away with Sam's memory. But, you know, they're having this long divorce. And, like, Spencer walked in on them having a moment. And he had, he, like, lost his freaking mind. He was like, ah! And, like, sits Ava down, tries to have some weak apology. Like, oh, I realized you're actually a good person, even though I'm I'm lying. And... Ava can kind of tell, but, like, I don't know. I want to see where this plays out. I don't like that they're kind of making... Like, I understand Ava's apprehension about a potential stalker and, like, how dangerous they could be. But, honestly, like, Spencer looks guilty as hell. I think Soapjin said that. Like, he looks guilty as hell at this point. And so, like, I just want my queen Ava to, like, get some sense and stop, you know, playing these games and trying to pal around... There's, like, a helicopter going over. Sorry about that. I'll be in Santa Barbara on Sunday, so it shouldn't be loud. Oh, there's an airport by me. Never mind. Um, yeah, it's gonna happen. But, yeah, so Spencer's pretending to be nice, and Ava's slightly buying it. Maybe, maybe not. Um, moving on. So we go to Carly and Jason at the Metro Court. They're preparing to go to Wiley's birthday that I thought already happened. I was, I, why did Dante and Rocco leave? Is Rocco not invited to the party? Like, I feel like those scenes are out of order. I feel like it should have been a situation where Dante was at the party and then somehow like i don't really understand like why dante and rocco wouldn't be at wiley's birthday party so yesterday's scenes don't make any sense because rocco was already covered in glitter and dante's taking him to the car after reading anna for absolutely no reason i'm so upset about it um absolutely no reason but he was covered in glitter he's taking him home and now the party's starting so what the hell I mean, I wouldn't invite Dante to the party either. He's being controlled by Penn. But, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. We know that Michael and Dante love each other. So I just think those scenes were out of order. I think that the scenes we saw yesterday at the 
Quartermain Mansion were somehow after the party. Because Valentine's obviously at the party. And so I think those were after the party and the scenes we're seeing today or before. So it happens. But, you know, Carly's freaking out about it. Um, What people are going to think? Is it going to be too soon? Like, these are questions you should have had before you announced it to the whole goddamn world. Like, the whole world knows. So, like, now it doesn't matter what people think because they're already out there thinking it, girl. Like, girl. My girl is too much. But, yeah, she's freaking out. Jason still looks like a hostage. He still looks like a hostage. Now, I know that he's in on it. He's in on it. He's like, yeah, we got to do it. We have our reasons. He's just playing it really weird. He's playing it really weird where he just looks like, ah, all the time, you know? Just all the time. And so then we go to Milo because Jarly goes see Milo. Milo. Oh, my God. I think, like, I think Jen M said it, like, a bunch of other people said it. Like, at this point, they're trying to write Michael and Willow as trash. Because, I mean, the freaking dialogue is terrible. Like, they're coming out of their mouths with this, like, oh, like, when my baby died. Like, yes, we know that Willow's son died. I like how they kept that baby named Jonah. But, like, Willow's son died, and then all of a sudden, you know, now she's raising Wiley. And, yeah, think about your baby, but I don't know, we need this whole, like, dialogue where birds are singing, and it's like, oh my god. And then, um, Jarly show up, after, there, let me go back. She's talking about the birds, and then she brings up how Chase helped her, like, he was the one who told her about Wiley. And she pretty much implies that, like, none of that matters. Like, thanks, Chase. That was great of you. But I wish you were there. I feel like you don't need to add that dialogue. Like, this is just painful at this point. Like, I... I feel... Like I said, I feel bad for fans of that couple. Because, like, the writing for them is so trash. But they start making out. Like, can't help themselves making out. And here comes Jarly, and like carly can just smell shenanigans she can just smell them like ooh, shenanigans and so she gets willow alone because she doesn't need michael popping off at her like you know his little no mom leave me alone and so like she pretty much just spills the tea like yeah i'm in love with michael and so carly is team Milo, and then michael does the same thing with jason so like i said Jarly's team Milo. so we have them set up boom and so Chase is there setting up for a kid's birthday party that no one wants him at, to be honest. Like, it's it's so he should not be around any of these people. Like, Monica's fine because she's not in on the shenanigans. And like, then Olivia, who even knows what they're doing? They're somewhere fixing their marriage. But like, all these other people brooklyn michael willow like you should just never talk to them again because like they're just lying to your face constantly but he's setting up this party and then here comes austin austin i forgot that like as a cue like his vote matters and so they're like crap we gotta invite him to this party so we can woo him and valentine sees it immediately he's like oh they're trying to woo him let me woo because valentine's there right and so everyone's wooing austin brooklyn like pulls valentine out she's just like my guy what are you doing what are you doing like 
he's trying to come for my family and valentine's just like well i'm trying to stay in charge and your family's coming for me so my enemy's enemy's my friend situation and immediately brooklyn remembers why she faked her pregnancy like "Mm, this is why we because we don't care for this man because he's garbage and so this might get more interesting now that austin's here because it puts brooklyn back in the game like she's not just out here for maxie anymore now she's out here for herself and so that might make this interesting because we don't have tracy here like make brooklyn just like a mini tracy like mm, let me just hold on to this baby because it's helpful for me and so we're gonna see where this goes because like austin is like sneaking around places because like chase like goes away He's like, oh, I need some air. You know, I need some air. I'm going to go in the elevator. I love there's an elevator for Lila. But I think he just goes to another den, which is clearly the old living room set. I like that they still have it. Um, he goes to the old living room set and essentially he stands up and Austin seats it. So I don't know what this means because in the previews he's sitting down. So I don't know what this means. But um, before... Earlier in the episode, we saw someone at Jonah's grave, and then they show up at the house. I'm more than confident it's Willow's mom, because we had a Harmony mention, so, like, I can see Harmony showing up and then immediately being arrested for some Cyrus shenanigans, because she was working with Cyrus. So I think that that's what's happening. Um, yeah, let's move on, let's move on, let's move on. Um... Yeah, Carly, that was happening there just wasn't that much going on this episode like i guess okay so elizabeth nicholas and then sean and sam that's how we end it so elizabeth she's not as hysterical as she has been but she was still like you gotta come over and she has also been afflicted by this um revisionist amnesia and so she's like i'm remembering things but i'm not sure if i'm remembering them and nicholas is like great i'm glad that you're fuzzy on things let me fill in the details for you and so he just starts gaslighting like the shit out of her and he's just lying about lying about that time he lied about lying you know when he was lying and so but then is he because some people brought up a really good point like what if they retcon it so it's just not nicholas because this is ron cavallardi's story so they don't even care like i don't even think like him and frank worked together for years on one life to live and now frank is like who dis like new number who dis and so like he does not care he does not care about gh history he does not even care about the last 10 years of history so i don't know where this story is going um and so like there's no point of speculating anymore like we just have to be a part of this ride because it's all crazy like all everyone knows everyone knows it was nicholas it, it was one of the reasons why people were like bro you changed like bro you changed what the hell even Ava knew something was up she didn't know the tea right because like she had that speech when they she had this really great speech it's when I first started shipping Neva um when they were in Greece it was Nick Stable playing him at that point and like Jason it was Drew but it's like you know Drew Sam Laura and Lulu are just all confronting him it's right before Valentine pops off and like Ava's just like bro 
I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know the tea, but I know you don't have the juice. You don't have the juice. I'm in the mob. I know a lot of mobsters. I know a lot of bad people. I know criminals. And you aren't that guy. You just got to stop what you're doing and just chill, chill the fuck out. And so, like, everyone knew that he did something. And now no one knows anything. And so I guess that's what we're going with. That is what we're going with. Because we even had this weird moment. So, like, Sean and Sam powwow. And they're just like, we don't know anything. We know nothing. It is a freaking mystery. And so they have the weirdest dialogue ever, which is just like exposition. Like, sometimes I worry that, like, do the writers think we started watching this show like two and a half years ago? Like, why are they reintroducing Drew Kane? Why are they just like, Drew Kane, the man you married and had a child with? We already know that Scout is Drew's daughter and not Jason's. Nobody, I don't even think anyone's calling her his daughter anymore. It was weird and nobody accepted it. And so, like, they stopped pushing it. And so you have this weird exposition between them they're still like sam's like we gotta go back to the garage sean doesn't want to do it and i'm sure they're gonna do something where it's like oh my god i just can't face my demons and i'm not interested in that either because you were in the military and you were mobster so you should be plenty able to face your freaking demons but you know that's pretty much what happened like essentially sean apologized for almost killing drew you know awkward and then essentially he said he wants to be the good that he wants to see in the world and so (laughs) very miss america of him but yeah that's pretty much all that happened um since the only story i've cared about this week has been like the drew storyline nothing really went into that i mean spencer being a little asshole like goes into the teens and you know hopefully maybe there's some movement next week it didn't really seem like it i'm not gonna lie it didn't really you had like jordan politely confronting portia like just the most polite well-mannered just confrontation ever like i didn't know you guys were dating and then Aunt Stella shenanigans, and she even seemed pretty tame in the, you know, in the preview, so I don't know. And then, what is, they looked real boring, I'm not gonna lie. Do we continue at this stupid party? Chase is saying something to Willow that we know is not gonna be dramatic at all. Um, Jason's yelling at Carly, which, what's new? And, yeah, I think, I cannot remember the last thing, and I watched that preview twice, and so that just shows you, like, it just seems like a crickets-type week. But, you know what, I, um, I probably won't do dailies, like, next week, I'll just do, like, a huge recap on Friday, but, um, this has been fun doing it every single day but it also just kind of shows that like I can't do it every day because some days are just a freaking drag like today like yesterday and today (laughs) they were both not that great and so yeah um this has been fun 
if you would like to follow me, you can do so at port underscore misery on Twitter. And then I am going to be on James Lott Jr.'s podcast, GH Dirty Deeds, which is going to be on YouTube um, Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Coast time. So I think it's 4 p.m. Eastern. And then I don't know the ones in the middle. Like, I have several degrees and I don't know what they are. So, yeah. Um, I'll probably retweet it on my Twitter page, um, the day of. So, yeah. Thanks for listening and hope, hope everyone has a great weekend.